there were kings of Israel and Judah who did that which was right in the sight of God. But there were many kings who did that which was evil in the sight of God. Now, when we come down to it, the only thing that is good that any of us do is that which God shows us to do. All of the things that we conjure with our own mind are actually evil. They're of the flesh. But it's when the Holy Spirit speaks to us, telling us to do something, that is good. For a few moments, look with me at Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Jesus says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. They will come saying, I visited hospitals. I signed up for this at church. I signed up for that at church. I did all these wonderful works. And Jesus will say, I didn't author those. You didn't go in my commandment. I didn't tell you to do that. You did that yourself by your own will. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Sign up list at church. Things like that, without being told specifically by God to do those things. Oh, there's a lot of that that goes on. One time, a woman was taken to the hospital. They called me to tell me about this, and I felt strongly God showing me to go visit her, to go talk to her about things of God. I got to her room, and I began talking to her about many of the things of God. And all of a sudden, two people came in, and they were from a church of Christ, and they did hospital visitations. And they began chattering about secular things. I just bided my time until they left, and then picked up again with the word that I had felt that God had given me for her. But I thought at the time, what nonsense you do when you go to visit the sick without being sent by God. Matthew 7, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. In Joshua chapter 1, God was sending Joshua 
to lead the people. Moses had died, and God gave him information concerning what he must do. And then God says, Have not I commanded thee? Be strong. Be of good courage. The Lord is with you whithersoever you go. Have not I commanded thee? I've appointed you to do this work. Have not I commanded thee? That is what we have to have. In doing this podcast, was it God who told me to do podcasts? Absolutely. I can give you specific information on that. How I was led to go into podcast. God gave me a dream showing me all these starving kittens outside my house. They weren't playing or anything as kittens normally do. They were starving to death. They were just lying at my doorstep waiting for me to feed them. I went into my garage in this dream and kittens were all over my garage and the same thing. They were just at the point of death lying there waiting to be fed. And I said to God when I awoke, what am I supposed to do with all these starving kittens? And I heard the word podcast and I knew I was supposed to do that. When I went on radio in the night, what I believe to have been an angel phone, God spoke three words to me in the night as I was sleeping. It was a sound like a trumpet blowing in my ear. Hartford, Seattle, KWJS were the words. I jumped out of bed, wrote KWJS on a notepad. I thought it was probably call letters to radio or television. I looked it up and found it was a radio station. And I said to God, Are you telling me to go on radio? I wouldn't know how to do that. And I heard, Call the radio station manager. As soon as the station opened that day, I called KWJS and asked to speak to the station manager. He came on the telephone immediately, and I said to him, God might be showing me to go on radio. How would you do that? He said, make an audition tape 29 and a half minutes long, and if you fit our programming, we'll offer you a contract. So that same morning, I got a tape recorder and recorded a message 29 and a half minutes long, mailed it to the station manager of KWJS. Within five days, I was presenting exhortations for the church on radio station KWJS. See, you've got to be sure that it is what God wants you to do. Is that really what God wants? Have I heard from God about doing this? A man came to our house to exterminate for bugs and mice. And he began immediately talking to me about during his vacations, he went with another man out to do ministry work at churches. 
and he started to tell me the names of all the little towns that he had been to. And I stopped him. I said, wait, let me ask you a question. How did God show you to do this? He had no answer. He was dumbfounded. How did God show you to do this? Is it really God that has told you to do this thing? Well, if you have no answer for the person, no, it wasn't God who told you. So that is what we have to continually ask ourselves. Is it God who told me to do this? It makes all the difference because after you do these things for 40 years on radio or podcast or writings, how do you keep going? Well, a lot of it with me has to do with a couple of scriptures. One is in Hebrews 3 and the other is in Hebrews 10. Hebrews 3, verse 13. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. I take this scripture very seriously. I am called to do work of the ministry as an apostle and prophet. Exhort one another daily. I make daily podcast. That's probably unheard of in the podcast world. I do it because of this scripture. Exhort one another daily, and I have an opportunity to do this daily, and I do this daily. Same thing with the blog. The other scripture is in Hebrews 10, verse 25 exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day of the Lord approaching. As you see the return of Jesus and sense the coming of Jesus, you exhort one another even more. For if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. So you exhort, warning the church, with the Word of God that is brought to you by the Spirit of God. Now, back to the subject of the kings of Israel and Judah. These kings, some of them did right in the sight of God, but many of them did evil. Now, what would be evil in the sight of God? What do you think they would do that would be evil in the sight of God over and over and over? Well, one of the examples is Manasseh, who was the son of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was a great king over Judah and cleansed the house of the Lord and established the priest and sought God in times of trouble. But his son Manasseh did just opposite, removing the good things of Hezekiah and putting false gods into the house of God. Manasseh was one of the evil kings. Well, what did he do that upset God so much? He did basically the same thing the other kings did who upset God so much. Verse 2, Manasseh did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, 
like unto the abominations of the heathen who the Lord had cast out before the children of Israel. For he built again the high places, which Hezekiah his father had broken down, and he reared up altars for Baal, and made groves, and worshipped all the hosts of heaven, and served them. He also built altars in the house of the Lord, whereby the Lord had said in Jerusalem, Shall my name be forever? And he built altars for all the hosts of heaven. He worshipped the stars and the moon and things like that in the house of the Lord. And he caused his children to pass through the fire into the, in the valley of Hinnom. And he also observed times and used enchantments and used witchcraft and dealt with a familiar spirit and with wizards. He wrought much evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke God to anger. And he set a carved image, the idol which he had made in the house of God, of which God had said to David and to Solomon his son, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen before all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. Neither will I any more remove the foot of Israel from out of the land which I have appointed for your fathers so that they will take heed to all that I have commanded them according to the whole law and statutes and the ordinances by the hand of Moses. Now this is Old Testament. So Manasseh made Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to err and to do worse than the heathen whom the Lord had destroyed before the children of Israel. And the Lord spake to Manasseh and to his people, but they would not hearken. And the Lord spake by his servants the prophets, saying, Because Manasseh king of Judah hath done these abominations, and hath done wickedly above all that the Amorites did, which were before him, and hath made Judah also to sin with his idols. Therefore thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing such evil upon Jerusalem and Judah, that whosoever heareth of it, both his ears shall tingle. And I will stretch over Jerusalem the line of Samaria and the plummet of the house of Ahab, and I will wipe Jerusalem as a man wipeth a dish, wiping it and turning it upside down. And I will forsake the remnant of mine inheritance and deliver them into the hand of their enemies. And they shall become a prey and a spoil to all their enemies because they have done that which was evil in my sight and have provoked me to anger since the day their fathers came forth out of Egypt even unto this day. So God brought upon them the captains of the host of the king of Assyria, which took Manasseh among the thorns and bound him with fetters and carried him to Babylon. And when he was in affliction, he sought the Lord his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his fathers and prayed unto him, to God, 
And God was entreated of him and heard his supplication and brought him again to Jerusalem into his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew that the Lord, he was God. And he took away the strange gods and the idols out of the house of the Lord and all the altars that he had built in the mount of the house of the Lord and in Jerusalem, and he cast them out of the city. And he repaired the altar of the Lord and sacrificed thereon peace offerings and thank offerings and commanded Judah to serve the Lord God of Israel. So Manasseh was very evil and did evil in the sight of God. But when God brought all the destruction on Manasseh, then he cried out to God for help, and God helped him. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.